You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Elon Musk, Stephen Hawking and others have been warning about the risks of artificial intelligence and it being misused and and there's the book The Singularity by Ray Kurzweil which is sort of saying it's a bit like the Terminator idea that Skynet becomes aware of everything and the machines take control and and we lose control and Mm -hmm. that's the end of civilization. It's very much out of science fiction. That's one of the concerns with AI but there's also a new concern, a relatively new one and that's relating to quantum computing. Now quantum computing Mm. is there's a bit of a race on at the moment between governments, universities and big tech companies, IBM, Google and others are looking to be the first to commercialise this technology. Mm. Uh, Recent Australian of the Year. Yeah, the Australian of the Year. Professor Michelle Simmons at the University of New South Wales She's working on a computer that can solve problems, a quantum computer, in minutes that would otherwise have taken thousands of years. Now, the way it achieves this, the difference between a normal computer which uses zeros and ones, a quantum computer relies on particles called quantum bits or qubits, and they can hold a value of zero or one or both values at the same time a superposition denoted as zero plus one. They solve problems by laying out all of the possibilities simultaneously and measuring the results. It's equivalent to opening a combination lock by trying every possible number and sequence simultaneously. Mm -hmm. There's some great applications and benefits that that are in store once this technology gets going. For example, better weather forecasting, uh, better understanding of chaotic systems like the weather, financial analysis. uh, You could wind up analyzing stock picks and just going bang, that's the answer Mm -hmm. you know and you're guaranteed i don't know how that'll affect markets maybe they'll all just have to stop who knows logistical planning so how to how to use networks of trucks to deliver things effectively and efficiently search for earth-like planets and drug discovery you know developing new drugs Mm -hmm. can happen much faster if you Mm -hmm. can simulate things using a quantum computer the risk however is that encryption technology which is which secures everything from your bank account the money you're getting paid you know your salary all that is being secured Often by encryption, we talk about it a lot on this program, and hacking obviously involves breaches often of encryption. Mm -hmm. The FBI trying to get into iPhones that have been locked using encryption. Gmail messages between people who both using Gmail that they're encrypted. So there's a lot of protection and security that's offered by encryption. Governments use it. Even even Bitcoin generation, I mean, it's about solving problems with to mine Bitcoin. Mm. So using some kind of quantum computer could potentially mine all the remaining Bitcoin within days or maybe even minutes. Yeah. Well, there's yeah exactly. They're saying quantum computers could one day effectively provide a skeleton key to confidential communications, bank accounts, and password databases. So your LastPass, for example, which yeah. I know and you're a fan of. The thing is, what undoes your encryption or what allows you access, such as um, you know logging into LastPass, for example, is by you putting in your password. And if somebody wants to try and hack that on a traditional system as of today, they're processing every conceivable password. So it could be ABC123, ABC124. And it's a brute force kind of attack. Mm. And so the reason that people say, well, it takes years or decades or hundreds of years to solve this is because it takes that long to get through everything, Mm. every possible combination. But with a quantum computer, it can actually happen essentially immediately. It can go through all those possible combinations straight away. 
it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's got a downside. It's got some risks, and one of the big ones is to encryption. It's also got a lot of beneficial uses as well, some which we probably don't even know about yet. IBM surprised the world back in 2016 by making available a five-qubit quantum computer on which researchers could run algorithms and experiments. So that was kind of available to select groups that IBM sort of deemed worthy of using it. 18 months later, IBM announced that it was upgrading the publicly available processor to 20 qubits and that it had succeeded in building an operational prototype of a 50 qubit processor, which would give it quantum supremacy. One of the things about this, as I said at the opening, there's kind of a a race on at the moment between governments, universities and businesses to be the first to develop this. It's so sensitive that if you do crack it and you've got, say, a 50 or 100 qubit working quantum computer, you wouldn't necessarily tell anyone else because you'd have access to all their encrypted communications. You've got the skeleton keys to everything. Exactly. It's a serious issue. A bit like AI, it holds huge promise, but quantum computing also does carry some risks and some downside as mm. well. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows. <laughs>